Christianity tolerates. Oh, it's on the show? Is Christianity oh, tolerance yeah, or not? Heard you heard that? Yeah. What do you think about that? Um, that discussion? Well, it was, it was good to hear everybody's um, thoughts on it. Cause I, I had one thought on it Thursday night, and then, I don't know, I like I enjoyed hearing everybody's two cents. Yeah. Probably have a lot more to say about it, but okay. Right. <laughs> right. Your father still living? Yeah, I talked to him this morning. You talked to him this yeah. morning. You said happy father day. Yeah. And what do you say? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good time with my dad this morning. Oh, uh, you did this morning? Yeah. Are you close to him? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'd say so. You're not sure. I mean, I can call him whenever. He can call me whenever. We don't talk yeah, regularly, yeah, but it's always good. Right. When we get on the phone. We get down. <laughs> nice. You call your father? Uh, my, <clears throat> no, I haven't spoken to him. Uh, um, I haven't spoken to him. He's in Alabama. He's in Alabama? You don't like him? that thought. We're live. Good morning. Welcome to the church. I'm Jesse Peterson. Thank you for being with me. You can get involved by going to the uh, our YouTube chat line and Hake will respond. will give them to me, your questions or comment, and I will respond accordingly. Thank you. And good morning y'all again. So you were saying about your father, you didn't call him to wish him happy father. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there and all of those who are thinking about being a father. Well, I mean, I, I can't. Hang on. Oh, I can't. <laughs> I, 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 I can't call him. Um, I would just have to reach out to his girlfriend. You can't call him? I can. Why do you need to reach out to his girlfriend? Uh, well, well, they've been together. They've been together for years. Um, her name is Ola. Um, I, I, I could. Her name is Ola. 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 O O L A. Oh, Ola. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and so you can't get to him unless you go through her. Uh, no, it's just that I don't, I don't, I don't remember his number, so I, ha I would have to, oh, okay. I have to call her and then get in touch with him and just tell him. How to but he's always working. He lives in East Bruton. You don't like him? I love him. Oh, you do love him. Yeah. Are you going to try to call him? I'll try to call him. Later. You don't have to. I'm just wondering. Oh, I mean, I I I, I want to. Right. Um, and uh, just to wish him happy Happy Father's Day. But yeah, he's like he's pretty country though. You don't like country people, huh? You don't like country people. No, I love country people. Oh, you do? Yes. Nice. Yeah. Okay. And you call your father. Anybody else didn't call their father? Did you call your father? No. Oh, do it here first. Okay. Did you call your father? I did. And it went good? Yeah, I like talking to my dad. Nice. Yeah. You close to him? Yeah, I think we're fairly close. I don't talk to him on a regular basis, but we both feel free to call each other whenever. Right do you have to go through your mother to get to your father? No. Oh, nice. 
Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Did you call your father? Not yet. Not yet? Not yet. Is this your first time here? Uh, it's been many years. Oh, okay. Well, welcome back. Yeah. And you did not call him yet? No, this one's, we're going to go to the dog beach later. So. To where? The dog beach. The dog beach? Yeah, he, he loves his little dogs. So. Oh, they have a dog beach? Really? Yeah. Well, He's, it's a beach. And a lot of dogs are there? Dogs. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys going out there? Yeah. Oh, well, amazing. Is this your first time here? Yes. Uh, what's your name? Jessica. Jessica, welcome. Thank you. And how did you hear about us? My brother. Your brother? Yes. Oh, your brother told you? Have you heard any of the shows or anything? Um, parts of some. Parts of some? And what did you think of them? Eye-opening, enlightening. He can't hear you over there. He, yell at me the way you yell at your boyfriend. <laughs> I didn't used to yell at him. You didn't used to? I do now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> enlightening, eye-opening. I enjoyed them. Oh, good. I like learning. Have you forgiven your mother? I think she might be the only person I have forgiven. So She's the only one you have? I think so. And are there others you need to forgive? Yes, many. Many? Probably. Did you say many? Yes, oh. I said that. And have you forgiven your father too? No. And why not? Um, just a, it, it's more recent anger, but I, I have intention to. Uh, are you going to meet with him today? Yes. Today will be a perfect day. Yeah, I'm willing It'll to. It'll be the best present ever. We asked him to come, but he said he'll catch us after. Oh, <laughs> Nice. We're forgiven today so you can be free. And you will always remember I, I forgave him on Father's Day. Isn't that amazing? So any questions about what you heard on the radio or anything? No, no questions. Okay. Nice. Well, welcome. Okay. Um, okay. So I want to ask this. They had this um, baseball game. What, what, what do they call it? L.A. Dodgers or something? Yeah. L.A. Dodgers, they had a baseball game, and the radicals showed up, and they were marking, I guess, the cross. They were marking the Catholics, something like that, by doing dirty things. Did y'all see that? Yeah, uh, I'm sorry? Drag queen nuns? Drag queen nuns, yeah. Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. So what now? Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. The Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. And, and so you saw them acting out, right? Mm -hmm. And then the Catholics showed up. Mm -hmm. Did you see that? Yes. So what do you think about that whole event when you saw it? People are finally standing up. People are finally standing up? They've had enough. Meaning the Catholic was finally standing up? And, and explain that. They've been beaten so long or just been, uh, I guess, programmed to be passive and to um, accept everybody uh, that when they finally saw that they're being uh, taken advantage and uh, insulted to their face. Right. Um, that like someone finally said this isn't right. We're not going to stand up for this any, we're not going to let the, we're not going to be doormat anymore. We're going to stand up for our beliefs because everybody else is allowed to stand up for theirs. 
were standing up for hours. Amazing. And so they showed up and they stood up. They and what did they accomplish? They actually blocked the entrances to the stadium to <laughs> where there were like literally only 50 people in the stadium to really? watch them get the, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence get their award for inclusivity. Yeah. Amazing. So the people who wanted to go in to watch the game didn't, were not able to get in? I don't know if they weren't able to get in or they just chose not to after seeing the resistance oh, the mess, that was yeah. outside. Amazing. Okay, this is your first time for a Sunday yes. meeting. I know you're at Thursday night. Yes. And you flew in from Texas? Yes. Amazing. Amazing meeting on Thursday night. It was great. It was, it was, it was worth it. It was worth the rewards points. <laughs> yeah. You say 3120? It was worth what? My rewards points. Oh, you <laughs> I would have paid too, but. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's right. Use those points. It was amazing women's form. The ladies are waking up, that's for sure. Too bad for the guys. <laughs> uh, who else saw the Catholic thing at the baseball field? Anybody else see that? No? Um, did you see it? Did you see it? No. I saw. On the news, did you see a glimpse of it? I saw, yeah. What did you think about it? Well, I saw a glimpse of it, and then once I saw the whole drag thing happening, I was like, yeah, let me flip it. I don't care for it. So I didn't know that the Catholic people showed up after. Yeah. Because I did see that they were at the Dodgers Stadium, and I'm not a huge fan of the Dodgers as it is. Right. Um, but once I did see that the drag showed up, I was like, all right, this is ridiculous. So I didn't know that, you know, the Catholics showed up, and they didn't let people in and all that, so... Yeah, I didn't know they let him yeah. in. I just saw a glimpse of it on the local yeah. news. What do you think about the fact that the Catholics showed up? I don't know. I think... I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm glad that they're saying something and people are finally standing up to everything that's their <laughs> wokeness. Um, and I was looking at, there's this movie that I saw on the plane, it's called Jesus Revolution, and I feel like we all always, like, there's this era where something happens and then you just, it's like a cycle. Like, people are woke, and then they're not woke, and then, I, I don't know. I, I, it's a what? Sleep Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> people are just, like, doing their own thing, and then they, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just a cycle. So. That, that what you think about the Catholic showing up? Is, is I just that, think about, I think. What's Jesus Revelation? Revolution, you said? Re, uh -huh, the Jesus Revolution. What it's is a, that? It's a movie about the hippies back in the day. Oh. And then they came to Christ through that the Jesus Revolution. They're doing a Jesus Revolution again now. I yeah, think. and I remember earlier from this year. Yeah. I remember up in somewhere in like the country. Or a bunch like of that. people getting together at different. Yeah schools and places and holding yeah. up holding hands and yeah waving. I, don't know, I feel like people need something to follow and it's almost sad to see that yeah. and that's why i kind of try to stay away from it because i don't want to be a follower i like i tell the kids i'm like i prefer you guys to be leaders instead of followers yeah. and be look you guys can see it's, it's around us but don't be a part of it yeah. so amazing yeah um what did you th think about the Catholic showing up? Did you see it? 
I did not, Jesse. Oh, you did not see no, it? No, I did not. Did you see it? So nobody else saw it on the news or anything? Oh, okay. What? Yeah. Did you see that? The Catholic showed up? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I, I saw it on the news, yes. Yes. Oh. And so what did, did you know the Catholic showed up? Uh, yeah, to protest yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. And, and what did you think about that when you saw it? I, th I thought it was a waste of time for them. I mean, I mean, I guess, yeah, they got on the news, but I mean, whenever you get on the news, I don't think that's a good thing. <laughs> and no matter what, I mean, it's all, I think it's all set up that they want this whole conflict. They like seeing people fight and it's just good news. And I mean, uh, did they really make a difference? I really don't know. I don't think they did. Oh, okay. Personally, I don't think they did. Amazing. People are still going to keep move, living on with their life. They see it on the news. Oh, it's talk about, talk about for what, like three weeks and then on to the next one. Nice. Amazing. Yes. What did you think of it? Did you see it? I wasn't even, no. I had just heard of it. Oh, you didn't know the Catholic showed up? No, I heard of it today. Yeah. I didn't know. The Pope wasn't there because he, he, <laughs> <laughs> the Pope is tick. He didn't want them touching him. No. <laughs> uh, did you see that hake? Just the headline. Oh, you saw where the Catholic, the headline where the Catholic showed up? Yeah. And what did you think about it? Um, it occurred to me what you said about devils fighting and this protesting stuff isn't, uh, is usually just ego battles and they're just being kind of self-righteous and getting in the way. I saw some people who are more on the side of what's normal on this, maybe even on the side of the Christians or the, the conservatives, even got, kind of got annoyed because they're holding up traffic and stuff like that. I don't know if they were in the street like Black Lives Matter, but they were, you know, at a, at a game, there's already enough traffic, people right. trying to come in and out. So it might have been more annoying and less light than they wanted to, than they would have wanted to be if they were sober-minded. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Did you see it, Sean? I've seen the headlines. That's what, pretty much what, it. I didn't see any of the details or anything. And what did you think? Um, I thought it was kind of a silly story. I saw a bunch of, like, self-righteous people thinking that they're going to like change things and change ba baseball you know for the better and like these two sides fighting but i couldn't imagine what their um their personal lives are like you know i hear arguments about like crime in the cities like subway stabbings or subway incidents are down this year or they're up this year <laughs> and i think that's like so besides the point you know yeah and so I think about that when I see headlines like this, too. It's kind of besides the point what they do with baseball. It's, it's about these people's personal lives, you know, whether they change on an individual level. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, all the headlines are about these fights between two groups, and I don't know, it kind of seems besides the point. Yeah. But I didn't see any details besides that. Oh, okay. Yes, sir. Um, I think what a lot of people, um, I think, what a lot of people don't, they really don't have the inclination in, in really realizing is that it's a lot of bullying that's going around. Where, um, okay, so you have to succumb to this just because I said so, which is totally ridiculous. That's pretty much what's going on like a lot right now. 
to where like you're succumbing to the pressure of oh if I don't oh if I don't um do this or wear this then oh I'm not inclusive or I, I don't have diversity equity include total hogwash totally ridiculous and people are starting to like fight back you know there's a lot of buyers remorse when it comes to the left. They're starting to realize, oh yeah, um, this this was a totally bad decision. Uh, didn't really go in the way that I wanted it to, and so now they're trying to make up for it in ways that are not really doing anything, right. because people are not succumbing to the bullying anymore. So like you're you're seeing a lot, you're seeing a lot more people um, stand up to it and saying that enough is enough. And a lot of things are going to change in, 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 in the course of two years. Okay. Amazing. Yes, Raymond. Yes, in your hand? Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> you have a friend all the way from Texas. <laughs> I do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll meet her after the meeting. Let's see. Well, if this is about, uh, about how people are reacting to, uh, to the idea of being forced into it. Into uh, exclusion or uh, exclusion or gender politics, I can say that people are over um, that one. For, uh, this is one force of form of overreaction against another. This reminds me too well of an incident that happened in 1970 during the Vietnam War, called what they called the Hard Hat uh, Hard Hat Riot in New York, in which it was uh, it was over a hundred. Uh, Hard hat construction workers attacked attacked um, attacked over a thousand Vietnam protesters, and this happened about roughly a month after uh, the Kent State shootings. Amazing, interesting. Uh, before I put my little two cents in about that, did anybody hear the discussion we had about Christianity being tolerant? Who did not hear? Uh, oh, okay. Nice. So I want to ask, ask the ones that did not hear, is Christianity a little tolerant, somewhat tolerant, or too tolerant, right? No, not tolerant. Oh, how did I say it? Too tolerant, not tolerant enough, or not tolerant at all. Oh, well, whatever. That's why I have white people working for me. <laughs> white people remember. <laughs> and so, did you hear the conversation, Rocha? Mm -hmm. It's Christianity. You heard the question. <laughs> Let me write it down. So, is it, what was it again? Too tolerant, not tolerant enough, or not tolerant at all? Um, I would say too tolerant. And why you say too tolerant? Because it seems like. Uh, Christian, Christianity was the foundation of America, and now everything is just going to hell in a handbasket. So you think Christianity is too tolerant? Yeah. Too tolerant meaning they're putting up with too much? Yeah. Oh, okay. What should they be doing? I don't know. <clears throat> I'm not sure. Whatever, uh, maybe whatever it started with when when Christianity, when Christianity founded America and everything that they stood for. Well, they started out by stealing the land from the Indians. No. 
Do you want us to take some more land? No, 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 no. It wasn't. It wasn't America then. It wasn't the right. everything that's in, that was in, put in place wasn't then. But um, I'm not sure what could be done now because it seems like it's too far gone. But I definitely think that had the original everything that was original with Christianity in the foundations, if it had it stayed that way in no no tolerance, nothing was tolerated, it wouldn't be where we are today. Oh, okay. Amazing. Too tolerant, not enough or or a little tolerant? Not. Take the mic for me. Not tolerant enough. Not tolerant enough. So Christianity need to be more tolerant? There's no end to tolerance. Oh. And so you're saying that it need to be tolerant. Well, the only options that were given were not tolerant enough, too tolerant, too tolerant or not tolerant at all. And I think it's That's it? perfectly fine that it is tolerant. Oh, okay. You so know, Christianity should be tolerant. It should definitely be tolerant. And, and, and how should Christianity be tolerant? Um, Christianity, at least within this country and this society, or Christians are the only group that it is publicly acceptable to like bash or hate or slander at this point in yeah. time. And that is okay. People have free will. They can do and say whatever they want. That's the whole point of being alive. I mean, why not accept somebody? Jesus forgives all. Why not accept what? Why not accept somebody? Why not tolerant? Why not tolerate a person if Jesus accepts all? Oh, okay. Why not be tolerant with all this stuff if Jesus accepts all? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting. And you say, did you hear the show about? No. Okay. What do you think about Christianity and tolerance? Too tolerant think, or not um, enough? I think not enough. Not enough. What more tolerance should they be? What should they be doing to express when more I, tolerance? When I say not enough, it's because kind of <clears throat> like to be American, we have the right to protest, to have our opinions. So, you know, Jesus wasn't protesting, you know, hey, don't be gay or, you know, hey, you need to go to church. He let everyone do their thing, you know. So oh, okay. he was pretty tolerant. I think as an American, a real American, you should allow. Doesn't mean I like it. Definitely don't like it. Right. But I should. You're right. You're not you accepting wanna, you it as go, something right. You know, the KKK gets to have a rally, and so does the BLM. I don't. I don't take each side. I don't even watch it. But they can have it. Right. Should they be allowed to just burn down the place? Mm, no, I wouldn't say allowed. Should they have been stopped from burning down the place? Yeah, because that's a crime. Yeah. But if they're going to have a... If what now? That's the police's job, not Christianity. Oh, I see. She said that's the police job, not Christianity. Yeah, and I Interesting think... Interesting point. I think like, um, like true Americanism, you know, like when it started off, there was no law. It was like, hey, our community doesn't allow that stuff. So we, as a community we're going to kick you out just because we don't like your kind around here kind of thing like and I, I think that's okay too like 
I think if people could form their own little groups, like I always say, like, if there was a, like, let's say the KKK wanted to buy up a whole state and they're like, oh, we're all going to live there. I think that'd work out okay. They could all just go live there and do their thing. Would you move over there? No, I wouldn't move over there. <laughs> That's the thing, you know? But, like, people wouldn't want them to have that. I'll move over there. You can move over there. <laughs> I'll just put on a white cape, they would never know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, you know, like we naturally form, you know, there's like Koreatown and there's yeah. like Samoa Town and all these little towns, and that's because people click together, and that's the way it kind of goes. Right? So should those Catholics have shown up yesterday protesting the, 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 the other should, folks? I, I wouldn't have shown up. Should they have? Uh, they did what they want to do. But they should have stayed away. I'm Let's say they call you up and they ask, should we go or should we stay? You would have said. I would have said, I wouldn't waste my time. I got actually, you know, I got, I'm working right now. Oh, so okay. I, I got stuff to do. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Who else did hear the show yesterday? Okay. Did you hear it? Oh, you heard it. You heard the show? Okay, not him. Who? He also did the show. Oh, you did not hear it? And um, is Christianity too tolerant or not enough? Tolerance. Um, and should we be tolerant? I don't think it's tolerant enough. You don't think Christianity is tolerant enough? No. How much, to what else should they be doing? Well, I think, you know, one of the best things of America is we have the freedom of religion. And as long as people aren't hurting themselves or hurting others, we should allow them to do what they want. Obviously, burning down buildings is hurting people. So that shouldn't be tolerated. Right. But I think, like I said before, you know, Jesus accepted people for who we are, they are, and we do the same. Oh, okay. Should the Catholic people showed up yesterday, or whenever they did it? Uh, yeah, they're free to do what they want to do. I'm oh, surprised okay. all of a sudden they show up. You know, where have they been the last two years when Christianity's been under attack? But <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to do what they want to do. They had nothing else to do. Um, okay. Amazing. So he has his comfort alligator there. Uh, no, that's a dog. So he's not really blind. He pretended to be blind. That's his comfort dog. He really wanted to bring his comfort with him. He didn't want the comfort of the Holy Spirit. Uh, did you hear the show? No, I didn't miss Okay, Christianity too tolerant or not enough? Uh, no, yeah, I was going to say the exact thing, that they're not tolerant enough, uh, because, because yeah, just like, just what he, that's exactly what I was going to say, is that, yeah, all of a sudden, and um, they, but it's funny, it's kind of ironic how, how they, they talk, like, I don't know, they, they, they go out there, you know, and do all this stuff, but like, like, what Hake was saying about like, but within their own lives, you know, are they are they okay, you know, with with themselves, individ as individuals? So, and okay. um, and they act out and they yell and they get crazy and they think that they're all high and mighty. Um, so they're not right. really tolerant. They're acting out. They're acting out. So they they can't tolerate the the evil that's that's happening. It's gonna happen no matter what. It's all about if you can tolerate it or not. Amazing. And, you know, don't like yeah. It kind of remind me of that lady that was at Feco jumping on the fruit table, yeah. yelling the N word. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, she. Yeah. 
No, it's true. Costco. Yeah, it's Costco. Yeah. <laughs> it's Costco. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Yeah. Anybody else didn't hear the show? Oh, good. Um, Christianity too tolerant, not tolerant enough, or blah, blah, blah. Well, I don't like the, just as the young lady in the blue said, I don't like the three options because I would just say they are tolerant. Christians if, are tolerant? Yes, I would believe so. I'm not saying all Christians, right. but if you are following Christianity in the proper way, then you are tolerant. And, but that being said, you do not need to tolerate evil. So, right. but you don't need, like Raymond said, you don't need to go out and overreact over it either. But, you know, and on an individual basis, you don't need to tolerate those things uh, in that sense that you're like, oh, just let it happen. You could speak out about it. You could say what your opinion is. Right. But still be a tolerant person. Okay. You know, and that's my opinion on, on that matter. I didn't see the show. I didn't hear. You didn't hear. Okay, good. Yeah, I didn't know anything about it. Okay. Yeah. So. Anybody else? Let me see the other. Okay, right next door. And I'm asking because I want you to think for yourself. You really got to know that you know that you know that you know before you would know if it's true or not. Yes, sir. Too tolerant, um, not enough. Christianity. I mean, I think it can go any way depending on how you look at it because everyone's an individual. Uh, Christianity, there's multiple different facets of it. Like you have Catholicism or whatever. And um, I mean, there's probably lots of Christian individuals who are too tolerant or are not tolerant enough. And like Cameron's saying, like a lot of other people have said, um, it all, it's all comes down to like the individual, you know? Oh, okay. And I think like, um, it's Are you hard. tolerant? Am I? Um, I would like to think so, but- But, but what the truth is? Maybe not so much. <laughs> uh, I try to be. Um, How do you try to be tolerant? Well, say, you know, someone's doing something that is maybe morally wrong or is frustrating to you. Um, like sometimes um, me and my mother don't get along for certain reasons. And nice. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, like she, because she, she'll think certain things and uh, I love my mother and I kind of tolerate those things. And I look past that so that we can have a nice time and bond together and whatnot. You want to bond with mama? Uh, not 24-7, but, you know, just a little bit. Why? Uh, <laughs> well, she's my mother, but I don't... I you don't, don't need to bond with her. Well, I, it's not something I think about often. It's just like, I haven't talked to my mom in a couple weeks. Maybe I should say hello. Like oh. with the rest of my family. Have you forgiven her? I think I have. Have you told her? Yes. You told her you forgive her for what she did to you? Um, yeah, I think it, I've had to forgive myself as well. Have you forgiven your mother? I think I've forgiven her more than I've forgiven myself. Have you forgiven your mother? Yes. You went to her? Yes, I did. And what did she say when you say, I'm sorry for resenting you? Uh, she says, I'm sorry, too, for the past. Oh, good. Much. So I think we're, like, more or less um, made up, but then there's, like, personal differences. Right. Like, just because of your character. 
you know. And you need to forgive yourself? Yeah, I think so. And why don't you forgive yourself? I think it's something I've always struggled with, regardless of the situation. But what is there to forgive yourself for since you're not guilty of anything? Well, that's the thing, because I was a child, and children aren't super knowledgeable. I didn't know what I know now. Right. So why do you need to forgive yourself if you've never done anything wrong? Well, I guess I don't need to. I need to tell, remind myself that yeah. I don't need to. Yeah. That's the devil trying to make you think that. Yeah. You're exactly. neither guilty or innocent. So there's nothing to forgive yourself for. Let it go. Stop listening to the devil. God is not holding anything against you at all. Isn't that amazing? What do you think about that? It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Amazing. <laughs> nice. Okay, so forget about that. Don't judge yourself anymore. Uh, Raymond, you had your head about the tolerant? Yes. And then here and there. Okay. I like to say that Christianity these days is too tolerant. Too tolerant? Yes. And why you say too tolerant? Because it seems like it... Uh, Seems like it, or uh, or to um, accept everyone that has a bent over backward, backwards to uh, to mankind's fallen nature. Oh, okay, amazing. Yes, sir. One of the things that they're too doing, tolerant or not enough. Um, well, they're very tolerant. What I what I can see right now. Um, Christian, the, Christianity is very tolerant? Yes. In what way? In what way? Okay. Well, one of the, one of the biggest complaints that I hear from people on the left is that, uh, oh, they have to rise against something. They always need to rise against something. A lot of them really did not like a, a lot of pontification that um, the right would do to them. So then that's when they go out and revolt. So um, how is Christianity too tolerant? You said not enough or too tolerant? It's tolerant of it, it. It's tolerant because they allow them to do that stuff. And how can they stop them? How can they stop them? Well, here's what they here's what they can tell them to do is that you're actually fighting amongst yourself. You're not fighting against anything. But how can they stop them now? By telling them that they're fighting amongst themselves. Oh. It's like playing a game of quit hitting yourself. That, that's what I see a lot of them when, when it comes to them. That's what they do all the time. And um, a, lot, a lot of their projection is like, oh, well, you're this. They're actually saying that about themselves. Okay. And they're just, I, I like to tell people it's like, it's like they're looking at you and insulting, they're just looking at you and insulting themselves. They're insulting themselves, but they're just staring at you. Okay. Amazing. Yes, sir. In the black shirt. Too tolerant or not enough? It's enough tolerant. As Christianity it is, is... Is good. Is tolerant. In how they tolerate. Um, actually, I'm going staring towards too tolerant. Christianity is too tolerant? Yes. In what way? Um, well, there's a line you must draw, like, from right and wrong. Like the drag queens and nuns outfits reading books to kids at school it's it's like it's, that's not a tolerance thing that's just a, something right and wrong and it's wrong so if and who said that is wrong 
I personally say it's wrong. Oh, you probably. And so for those parents who know about that and they're not in that they're lifestyle, not, yeah, but, and they let their kids go and read those books anyway, are they wrong? They're, they're doing what they have to do. So are they they're wrong? Not, they're not wrong, but it's, you said they it's were morally wrong, wrong. I, to, uh, to the common sense. To common sense, it's wrong. Oh, okay. And should you draw a line to yes. stop them? Yes, especially if... Even if they want their children to read the book, should you draw a line and say no? Yes, you should be able to... So you think you have a right to stop them? Should, should be able to, but... So you have a right to stop somebody else from letting their child read a crazy book? I, I think it should be all right for, for parents to come together and say this book is not right for them to be reading. But this. do you have a right to stop them, those that... No. Oh, so you wouldn't draw a line with them? Uh, mentally, I would. Like, <laughs> that's kind of like picking sides. Like, if I was to pick sides at that Dodger thing, I'd probably be outside. And, and I saw, like, five seconds of it. They're all dressed in red, which was weird. Like, the Dodgers, Catholic? Dodgers is blue, but everybody that was protesting was in red. It was weird. And so you have a right to draw a line to stop it? No, a I, I don't have a right to nothing. So you're taking that line back? Yeah, I just... I just Keep it to myself. Oh, okay. Just, but you would draw judge, a line in your judge, mind about it. Then I realized that I'm being judged, so. <laughs> I, I gotta, yeah. Would you draw a line in your mind? Yes. You I, I just, I just see that's that's wrong. I can't believe they're doing that crap. So you would draw a line in your mind. Yes. And where where is the sin in your mind or in the action? The sin is in their action. No, where's the sin in your action? In this drawing this line in your mind or drawing a real line? Both. So you don't mind sinning in the mind? I do. I just, I don't, I don't feel it's uh, sinning to, to, to think, to think the way I think. They're not thoughts. It's like ideas. So was God lying when he said the sin is in the mind? There's like a law, like people, you, you must follow the law and. It's a law. Oh, so is there a law that said those people couldn't go out there and act out that mess they were doing? No, they, they're allowed to. So there's no law about that? Well, if, if it started getting physical, like altercations, then yeah. If they fight. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. That's deep. Had y'all thought about all this or am I just crazy? Right here. Right here. And then they make men great again. Okay. Um, is Christianity too tolerant, not tolerant enough, or blah, blah, blah? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take uh, C. Uh, Christianity is not tolerant at all. It's um, not? It's not. And why you say it's not? Um, did you hear the show? No, I did not. Oh, okay. No, I did not. Um, I'm kind of going against the grain, I guess. Um, initially, <laughs> nice. I, I was saying too tolerant, but I'm saying not tolerant at all. It should it be tolerant? No, it's 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 oh. not tolerant at all. Um, I think Christianity, uh, in its I guess current state, um, is anything that um, doesn't support um, your particular uh, cause or ego um, is not tolerated. So if you speak something, let's say if you speak the truth, and um, it doesn't support their ego or whatever. Um, feelings or emotions they have, it will not be tolerated at all. So I'm kind of looking at it at a different, oh, different okay. angle. 
amazing. Right here and there. And then we're going to, oh, with the shirt on first. Did, did you answer that already? About Christianity being tolerant or too tolerant? I'm sorry? We talked about it on Thursday. Oh, we did on Thursday? Yeah. But what do you think? You came a long way. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too tolerant or not tolerant now? Are you, are you playing shy right now? Uh, and this is just for, for you to, everybody, I want you to, God wants you to think on these things. Yeah. Not about what you're going to wear, what you're going to eat, where you're going to sleep, but these things. Yeah. It's not a test or anything. No, you don't get an F <laughs> or A. Not tolerant enough or too tolerant? I just, hmm. in my heart, I want to say that. Raymond, this is your friend. <laughs> I know. Uh, 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 honestly, I think in my heart we've been Christians have been very tolerant, and like I said earlier, literally being run over, we're forced to accept everything. But when when Christians or Catholics do stand up it it's it's looked at as being not accepted so it's catch 22 i think like you were saying like i'm allowed to stand up you're allowed i'm i'm supposed to allow you to stand up for your convictions but when i stand up for mine i get berated i get belittled i get attacked um like you're saying with the the the, the books those books are allowed but and the Bible isn't. I'm not allowed to go to a, go to the library and read the Bible. We saw many of those protests in the last couple months yeah. of people wanting to go to schools and read the Bible. That was an outrage. Pornography in elementary schools is not supposed to be an outrage. I'm failing to see the morality. Okay. So you say Christianity is... It's too, Being tolerant. too tolerant for that because I mean we're seeing it now as a reactive method or as a reaction to the little things being accepted and tolerated to okay. now you're flat out hurting the growth of our future our future generation um, indoctrinating those words have been used indoctrinating grooming have been used um, there's a time and a place to be exposed to things, and it should be. The parents have the rights, so, and the parents uh, have given up those rights, and yeah. that's what I was saying, like, too tolerant in that they're just not fighting for their own family, for their, okay. own, for their own kids. Okay. You're a Christian, right? I'm sorry? Yes. Are you tolerant? I am. How much? Um, when you can't see my eyes roll the back of my head sometimes <laughs> um, over something, it, it, just because I don't like it doesn't mean I don't have to accept it, you know? And so you're tolerant. You say sometimes? Did you say sometimes? Most, most of the time. But there are times when you're not. No, not really. I'm pretty... And, and sin of sin of commission, I guess. Uh, passive, sometimes, where I should say something and I don't. 
So you're passive but not intolerant. Mm -hmm. You're passive. So those signs when you're being intolerant, you're being passive. You just won't say anything. Yeah. Oh, I just. Mm. Okay. Amazing. And I got one more. One more. We're gonna move it forward a little bit more. Okay. Uh, yes, I, I think they're too tolerant. You think Christians um, are too tolerant? Yeah. And why um, do you think that? My my sister, she goes to Palisades High School, and um, they try to put her into a pride into a pride um, like a pride class, like to, to teach them about pronouns and genders and everything and all this crap. Right. And she came up to me and she's like, "Hey, Hector, they're making me do this, and I don't want to be there because it doesn't make sense." He's like, "And mom already went, but they're not listening to her. Can you go?" So I went. And then I met with the counselor. I'm like, why is she in this? I was like, she doesn't want to be in it. Oh, it's a requirement because there's uh, somebody from the LGBT, PP, whatever the, the thing it is, um, <laughs> community. So, like, there's a, there's a child who's, who, who's in that, who's in that. So we got to teach all of them. And we got to make sure that they're, in the, they're, they're identifying with the right gender. I'm like, what is it? And so you guys didn't want her in the class? Huh? She didn't want to be in there. She didn't class. want to be in there, and, and they so forced she, her in there. And, and so, and what you guys did, you took her out of the school. No, no, I, 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 my mom didn't want to take her out of school, but I went and I talked to the counselor, and I told him like, hey, she doesn't want to be there. Why do you have her there? And then he's like, oh, but she doesn't know about generals. Like she doesn't. But who fought is it there? Your mother or oh, the my school? Mom. That's one hundred percent my mom. So why did your mother take her out of school? Say, uh, okay, y'all can have a class. It's a good school. But I'm taking it. Call me in camera. Uh, that's what it is. At this so point. there. So who was wrong? Your mother or, or the school? My mom. My uh, mom. 100%. Did you tell your mother that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told her. I told her. I was like, well, if you're not gonna do it for her, I was like, don't, don't, don't get mad at the problems that you're gonna cause down the line. Yeah. Like, you already did the problem. You, you already did that to us. And, and it took us a long time for us to get over that. What did you tell your father? Uh, my, they're, they're divorced. Oh. Second man divorced. And, um, but yeah, no, I just went and I, and I told him, he's like, oh, it's because you got to be. And then he said this, um, because I told her, my sister told her, was like, they taught us at church that this isn't okay. And so she, they called her a bigot. They called me a bigot. And then that's when I flipped. And I was like, hey, man, like, if you're going to start. You flipped? Huh? I flipped in the sense where I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I came here to want to. Get so you got upset? No, no, I didn't get upset. What do you mean? That's when you flipped. Like, like I flipped, I flipped the script on. I was like, "Cool, you're gonna do that. I'm gonna send my sister here in MAGA gear all week, and let's see what happens." No, um, all those things are not allowed. And I'm like, I was like, "No, that's fine." I was like, "That's fine." But why not just take take her out of the school? I, I, I don't really? have that. I don't make that choice. I'm only like allowed to go check on her classes and stuff. And uh, but the final say is uh, the one my mom. But has. why check on the class if nothing's going to be done? You're not going to take her out. Well, they, they got her out of all those classes and everything because I, I was like, you know what? Like you're going to start doing this. That's fine. Are you are you a tolerant person? Uh, not, not not very tolerant. Are you a tolerant uh, I, person? No, no. And so why? And so you say Christianity is tolerant, too tolerant, too tolerant. But you're not a tolerant person. No. Well, I'm not tolerant in the sense where I don't accept things that are, that are that are damaging uh, or confusing kids who don't have a say in, have a dog in the fight at this point. And why not? Because they're forcing them to be there. No, but why are you even bothered about that? Huh? Why do you care about that at all? Uh, because I've seen the, the effects that it has. Um, but they're not your children. No. You see what your mother did. Right. Okay, so yeah, why do you even bother? Yeah, you're right. Right. No, that was a question. Oh, why, the, why does it bother me? Yeah, why are you even bothered by a period since it's not your child and the parents still do what they want to do? Right. Well, because it's evil. I'm sorry? It's evil. But why are you bothered by it? 
because I, I don't know. I don't like innocent people getting, getting, um, or people with with some semblance of innocence, especially kids, getting getting that shoved down their throats. But why does it bother you, not your kids? You up there flipping, and the girls still in the class. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So. And so, why do you tolerate as a Christian? Why am I not? I don't know. You ever wonder that? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what the? Okay, right here. But no, we're a mess. Uh, too tolerant or not enough? Uh, well, on Thursday when you asked, just off the cuff, I said too tolerant. Um, as I'm listening on Friday and listening to everybody, I can't help but just go back to the beginning of everything, the beginning of what Christianity is and who Jesus is and, and you know, even the beginning of how this country was supposed to be and the freedom of religion. And when you start at the beginning of both of those things and you look at how they've played out, everybody's grabbed ego control over it. Nobody's doing any of it. So the churches aren't they're doing their own thing they're not following christianity and i can't even get into the government so i won't but um and so when i look at like it's christianity too tolerant i have to look at myself myself my spirit my relationship with god are and you so a tolerant person i find myself to be tolerant of people because everybody is lost and possessed and confused i am not tolerant of evil so i'm not going to tolerate the devil talking to me i'm not going to tolerate the devil trying to seduce me into x y and z but you know i live in a city and i know a lot of people that are very it could not be more different than me and I enjoy talking to a lot of those people. I don't, the differences on how they're living their life, I'm not gonna, you know, slam a stake in the ground and start an argument out of it. In fact, I think the more that I am tolerant of people as they are, I end up having conversations that not only blow my mind, blow their mind, you know, and I'm not, it's not even my responsibility to do anything for anybody, but I think the, the question of like Christianity in and of itself, asking if it's tolerant or not tolerant enough. I mean, Christianity, as far as I'm concerned, has lost the plot. Okay. So Amazing. No, that even matters. Uh, in the white shirt. <laughs> tolerant or not tolerant enough? Did I see your hand? Okay, I'll come to you next. My first response was too tolerant. And, and when you say too tolerant, what is it that you need to do? Well, t to be honest, the way I see it, I don't think it's any of those three. I don't even think Christianity really exists anymore. Uh, you don't think it exists anymore? No, not in the way that I interpret what Christianity would be, where it would be people who follow Christ and want to wake up, go to the Father, and just be. That's, that's how I see Christianity. Um, I think Christianity has become more like a corporation where they try to shift people in a certain direction. The more I've been seeing organized religion, the more if I visit another church, if I hear another pastor, um, or I've been seeing documentaries about mega churches 
and how they blow up millions of dollars and you know the pastor is it's like blm it's like kkk the leaders are living a wonderful life but they could care less about the followers they kind of just they're just like the government left and right <laughs> it's it's all the same thing yeah i think I, I don't i don't think there's um and then uh i've also read books that talk about how the devil is going to use all of these forms to mess with your head he's going to use your parents to hurt you that's the number one religion school and society and all these other influences to to ruin your head so i think christianity doesn't really exist like it should okay so amazing none of the above nice young man there and then we're gonna okay amazing yes sir taller or too taller uh i think christians flip-flop back and forth and they don't really have a backbone when the time comes and situations like this, it's really just a false sense of standing up to it. So it's, baseball is not very important. Uh, watching guys play with balls isn't interesting <laughs> to me for three hours a day. And then they watch the, the news report like three hours after that. And it's just on a cycle. I, I, my, I got a lot of friends that do that. And it's yeah. like, where do you have all this time to watch this garbage? Yeah. And also, I don't like that I-M-P-O-S-T-E-R plus community. Like, I'm going for them and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take their agenda down. I'm on a mission to do that. And I also do not like how snakes sucking gonna, Catholics. How are you so going to take it down? Seems, how? Yeah. And why should you? Because I'm going for it. How? Because why they're attacking free speech. And I'm going to do it in a way and stand right. I'm not going to go on a corner and stand and yell. It's about choosing oh. the right word, speaking correctly, speaking clearly, and having exactly knowing what you're going to say. Right on. And I fought it a couple of years ago, and I want to continue to do so. Amazing. And I think all three things are just, they're all BS. You just turn the other cheek and be aware. You flip the table when the time comes. Nice. Was Jesus taller? Oh, Frankie had his hand. Yes, sir. So I, I thought about it a little bit, and uh, uh, it reminds me kind of what you said before, uh, is tolerance in the Bible. And I've seen in the last 30 years how they use tolerance to let the bums sleep in the street, and let the uh, put up tents because you got to be tolerant because, uh, oh, you can't call them homeless and you can't call them. You got to be tolerant. Uh, tolerance is from the devil. Um, it's from, from Satan. Uh, Christ was not tolerant. He immediately walked into the, uh, to the temple and threw the tables over. He wasn't angry, but he threw them over. You said so, he was angry? I said he was not. Oh, he was not. He was not. <laughs> and, but he you heard the show, right? I did. Oh, I want to talk to someone that okay. did hear first. Um, who did not hear yesterday about this tolerance thing? I, I wanted to add something. Okay, but let me, let me just do this. Did you hear it, Rochelle? Was Jesus tolerant? You're a Christian, right? Yes. Okay. Was Jesus tolerant? I would say no. I would say no. But he was of love. Why was he tolerant? He was of love, but I don't. I don't think. Why do you his, say no? I would say his intolerance wasn't of anger. It was just. Um, I would. I would say that he was of love, and that his intolerance wasn't of anger. But at the same time, he was here to spread the message of 
love, and of righteousness. Did Jesus tolerate sin? I don't think he did anything about it. Like oh, he did? if someone, well, no, I mean, other than like, <laughs> I don't think he sinned in his own life, but for other people, I would say like he tolerated it. He let them know what it was all about, or he he let them know, but he didn't like protest them or anything like that. So did Jesus tolerate sin? I would say yes. He, he tolerated, tolerated sin. from other people. And why you say yes? Because it's a good question. It's a million dollar question. It's a what the? <laughs> <laughs> I would say he tolerated it in the form of, are you saying like from other people? Like he tolerated, like he didn't do anything about it. He didn't go out and protest them. He didn't argue with people. He just told the truth and he moved on with his message. And so did he tolerate sin? I would say yes. Jesus tolerated sin? Yeah. Oh, okay. Amazing. This young lady dying to respond. <laughs> I, 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 I see it all over you. Did Jesus, you're a Christian? Yeah. Oh, speak to the mic for me a little louder. Did Jesus tolerate sin? Uh, yeah, but God does not. I'm sorry? Jesus did, but God does not. Jesus didn't tolerate sin, but God does not tolerate sin? Yeah, well, you, there's a difference between, like you Speak said, up a little bit so he can hear you word order. I suppose there's a difference between accepting and tolerating. And I don't know the definition of the difference between the two, but he didn't do both. I know that. Who didn't do both? Jesus. So did Jesus tolerate sin? <laughs> Jesus. I think he... <laughs> All in the name of Jesus. <laughs> he must have physically tolerated it but never accepted it. What do you mean by that? He must have physically tolerated but never accepted I mean, it. He was nailed to a cross and didn't curse out against the people performing those acts. But I don't know, maybe he accepted it too. Because he- I, speak from the chest. <laughs> I guess I'm getting, conf you know, it's hard to disassociate Jesus from the almighty God. Right. Am I supposed to? Is there a difference? Are they one? Well, one was the daddy and one was the son. Okay. So the son accepted, yes. So the son tolerated sin? Yes. And why do you say he tolerated it? Because he didn't rise up against it. And that's why you say he tolerated it? And how do you rise up against sin? Again, it's not a contest. You're not on, you're not going to A or L. I'm just thinking combatively. I have not read the Bible from front to back. So nice. I don't know. Uh, you're blessed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you don't know if Jesus tolerated sin? I'm leaning towards he did. Jesus he, did. Yeah. Jesus tolerated sin? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> did Jesus tolerate sin? Yeah, I believe so. And why do, why do you believe that? Kind of like, um, well, can I just say something? I, like, really struggle with this. I think I'm pretty tolerant, 
But at the same time, I feel like I'm really judgmental. Like, I will allow you to do your thing, but in my head, I'm like, that is, that's wrong. I am drawing a line, but I'm not going to go stop you. But, I, like, there's a, if it was up to me, I'd be like a crazy tyrant. You know, I would, no, you can't do that. That's wrong. No, no. And so which is worse for you to go out and protest or to judge in your head? See, I would never, I don't protest, but in my head I'm like, no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. And but I think which which like, is the greater of the sins, the one that are protesting or the one that's judging in the head? I think the judging in the head, that's why I struggle with this so much. Right. Why don't you stop? It's, man, it's tough. It's tough? I feel like, um, like Jesus, back to that, like, like Jesus knew, like the um, like the Jews, they were following the old way. He knew. I don't know if he you would use the word wrong, but he's like that's the old way. This is the you know this is the new way. Right. The Father sent me. Oh, I do apologize. I'm judging in my head. Right? <laughs> I'm having a hard time well, right now. It's not silent, but that was alarm. I didn't know that. Jesus. Um, I hope Jesus <laughs> forgives me for that one. Uh, yeah, like, that's what I struggle with. It's like um, knowing that something, maybe like ideally, that's not right. I wouldn't do that, but allowing people to do that, like Jesus allowed the Romans to go around and do the Roman thing. Did Jesus, yeah, did Jesus judge the Roman in his head? I don't think so. Um, but, but do you like, want to still knew it wasn't right. That's yeah. what, I, like, I struggle with. Like well, knowing that the Pharisees are wrong, but he still let them be Pharisees, you know. Right. That's that's my internal battle, I guess. And you want to stop judging? I want to stop judging like myself, so hopefully I can stop judging others. And why do you judge yourself? I, I really don't have an answer, other than you know that. that have you done anything wrong? I don't think so. No. So what you judge? You're doing right. Is it good enough? Is know. it good enough? Yeah. For who? For me. Uh, if what I, like I, I set such a high standard, and I want to hit it. Why? Why set a standard? Why not just live? I don't know. Okay, we'll, we'll show you how to overcome that. You want to overcome that? Yeah. You can overcome it just like that. I'm gonna come back to it. Don't let me forget. Okay. Okay. Um, did Jesus judge the sinner? Um, no. And why are you doing it? I guess I guess now that I'm thinking about it, it, it was something that that it was my mom's job to go and and fix that problem for my sister. But I feel that my sister. Doesn't, but why are you judging? Not no. your mama. No, why no, are no. you judging? Well, no, I don't judge them. I just don't. I just don't want them to uh, to you go after my family. You don't judge. I don't. I don't judge them in the sense where it's like, oh, don't do that. Do you it's, judge? Uh, not, not, not as much as I used to. I, I'm slowly just letting, letting things pass. Do you judge? Sometimes. Do you judge? Yeah. <laughs> we went all the way around the mountain <laughs> to yes, to finally get to yes. Oh, yeah. Why do you just say yes? Why you went around oh. it? Oh, no. yes, yes, I judge. But why do you go around the marberry bush? Because I'm brown and slow. <laughs> <laughs> 
Amazing. You, and you said Jesus did not judge? He did not. And how do you know? Uh, I don't know, but um, because he, his, all his followers were different. Some were thieves. Some uh, There was prostitutes. Uh, he forgave a prostitute. For, for, she, he saved her from getting stoned. And uh, yeah, I just feel like his apostles all had their own set of issues, but he never judged them. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Yeah. Um, yes, sir. Um, Did Jesus judge? Well, I believe he made judgments, but I don't believe he judged others. Did Jesus judge? No. And, and what is a judgment? You uh, say you believe he made you know, judgment. What do you mean? We have a court system, right? And when they pass a judgment, they, they make a final decision about the, the finality of the situation. So, so in, in that sense, like I think he was able to discern I wouldn't call it judgment necessarily. I did say judgment. I know I said that, but right, you did. But I, he did discern about the situation, and I think was able to see what was right and what was wrong, and was set the example of being what was right always. But I don't think that he passed judgment on other human beings because he knew they were in the fallen state, and that kind of comes back to the whole thing of like. I want to tell you a couple things. First of all, I want to say Happy Father's Day to you. Oh, thank and you. Any man in this room who is a father. Like, happy Father's Day, you guys. Thank you, man. Um, especially, you know, Joshua brought his boys, and it's great. You know, it's just an amazing day. And right isn't on. it just the best day of the year? This is the best day of the year. I mean, if you're honoring your father, aren't you honoring God? So That's right. It's God's For day, sure. uh, in my opinion. But, That's um, right, man. Uh, yeah, I have, like, a longer thing that I wanted to segue to um, later. If, if, if it needs to be, I would like to speak to you after. If it has Okay. But I, when I called you the other day, somehow the phone call got disconnected, oh, okay. and I kept going, and it was really, really good. He heard the whole thing, but nobody on the radio show did. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll talk afterwards. <laughs> we'll Thank talk God. After. But no. um, we were, you were asking me about if he passed judgment. Yeah, you said no? I'm saying no. I don't think he passed judgment on other human beings because you he knew he they judged? were in the wrong state. Huh? Did, he, did he judge at all? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I think he was able to discern. Let me ask a young man right here that I want to move it forward in the, in the gray, sitting next to his father. Did, are you a Christian? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, man. Um, did Jesus judge? No. And why do you say no? Mm, I don't know. I don't think he did. Yeah. Jesus did not judge, period. He never judged. And if we are sons and daughters of God, we should not be judging at all. We shouldn't even have an opinion about it because an opinion about it is judgment too. And Jesus didn't judge because as it's going to happen to you once you stop judging, you wake up, you're going to see that in yourself that you have never done anything on your own. You were influenced to do wrong, what we call wrong. That you were possessed by the devil, the spirit of the devil. And it, it, it's the spirit of the devil that's causing you to judge others, judge yourself, do the crazy stuff. Just like those people down there doing that mockery of Jesus, so-called mockery of Jesus. I mean, the Catholic overreacted to that and that's what those people wanted 
because that's what the devil wants in your life. He wants you to overreact. And when he overreact, he got you. But if you be still through it, he cannot control you. He has to leave you. He does, uh, but he has to give you something. And if the Catholic has omitted those people, know that they are, that they are being driven by evil, they'll go away then. They'll go and find somebody to do that too, so they can get a reaction from, so they can feel alive. Everybody that judge are doing it so that they can feel alive. They're hating on others so they can feel life. It's not life, but they think it life. It's death. It's not life at all. And so Jesus never judged. He just went about his business healing those that wanted to be healed from the devil. He knew that they were possessed. Somebody mentioned the, the prostitute and all the other people. If Jesus was judging, he would not have been able to go amongst everything. People were filled with all kinds of spirits, just as they are today. And when we forgive, God forgive us, and he worked through us as the light. And so we just live our life, just living it without an opinion, and the light is shining, and those who are seeking the Father will see something in you. And they will ask, hey, I notice you don't get mad, or I notice that you tend to be able to overcome anything. What is it? And you'll be able to point them back to, to love, to God as well. You don't have to go on the street and do all that street, street yelling and carrying on. And there's no people who let their children go through those schools and get all that. They want that. Because if they didn't want it, they would pull the kids out of school. And it's their kids they're doing it to, not my kid. I don't feel any pain from it. I neither feel good about it or bad about it. That's what you want, that's what you do. The children are not our children. The children are the children to the parent only. They don't belong to everybody. Just think about God let those kids go to school. He let them be taught LGBTQ because he gave it to the father and the mother responsibility to protect the children, not some neighborhood, not some community. The parents are supposed to protect the children, and the parents don't care. So why are you going to be out there fighting over somebody else's children when the parents don't care? And some of those people that were doing the, the, the dirty stuff, somebody hanging on a cross, what looked to be a cross, and some other person doing weird stuff, that's just the devil operating through them. And they have to go out to try to hurt somebody else or get a reaction so that they can continue to walk around in a fake life, dead and not living. Just like you do in your life. You have anger, you're trying to make somebody else angry so that you can feel alive. Or you're trying to make someone feel good so you can feel alive. It's the same spirit, it's the same thing. And Jesus, somebody mentioned, Jesus never went to a protest. And they were doing all kinds of things there. He didn't show up to yell at them and try to make them see the right way. Yeah, all right. My father sent me so I could free you up, so you can see how to overcome evil. Jesus was able to see beyond the physical person, and he saw the spirit that was in them, and that it wasn't them. Those people that were doing all that weird stuff, it really wasn't them. They were possessed with evil. And every human being has that until they are born again of God, until they return to the Father. How are you going to help anyone who don't know that they're possessed 
if you have any opinion about it. And how are you going to judge them if you truly see what's driving you? Because I promise you, once you truly see what's driving you, you're going to see what's driving everybody in the whole world. And by seeing, you cannot judge. And you're not accepting it either. You're neither accepting it or judging it. So there's nothing to do about it. Because you're one now. You're a whole. You're not accepting it. You're not judging. You're not divided. Because if you accept it, then you're going to have to unaccept it. But if you just have no opinion about it, you see it for what it is, you know that the devil is driving these people, you wish them well. They want you to come and be mad and yell at them. They want that. They show up more. They get the, the businesses and the companies to participate. You're giving them a process of life. But if you leave them alone, they'll go away. They, and then they'll fight one another because the devil got to fight with somebody. He got to fight with you in your head or find somebody to fight with, whether it's family members or anyone. The devil is no competition for us. Those who have been born of the Father. He was no competition for Jesus at all. He had no authority. He had no power. He had nothing. So Jesus didn't give the devil any attention at all. He said, get behind me, Satan. He, he, gave, he, tried, he never tried to prove anything to the devil. He never tried to prove the devil wrong or right. He just let the devil do his thing because he had no power. And likewise, in your mind, this thing that's making you judge yourself and others, that's not you. It's the devil in the mind that has to die. It's called ego, but it's really the spirit, the nature of the devil. And when you forgive, the light of God will take and run the devil away from you. He will uh, uh, repudiate the devil. He'll take him away from your mind and give you a clear mind. But you gotta, you gotta I recommend you do the silent prayer. Forgive your mother and father. And then do the silent prayer so you can let go and just let the light fight on your behalf. And the light will fight the darkness and you will be born again of the spirit of the Father. Your old ways will be passed away and you will start to live. Because the world, this country is going to get worse. Human beings are evil. I'm looking at what's happening in the news. I'm looking at what's happening in the media. But it's happening right here too. The same thing you see in the big light of the media, it's happening in your private life, too. It's the same spirit, same thing. There was a young man called the show on Friday, I think Thursday, maybe, Thursday or Friday. And I've never met him. He lived in another state. He heard about forgiveness. And I believe he had called a while back and said he was taking care of his mother. And blah, blah, blah. I think that's the same guy. I could be wrong. But anyway, he went and forgave his mother. And his mother turned on him. He said her head twisted like the exorcist woman. <laughs> and he was surprised. Because he, he, for all that time, he's 30-something now, I think he said. All that period of time, he thought he was the bad son. And he was trying to prove to his mother and others that he, would, he was trying to make up for that. But when her head twisted, and all he did, I'm sorry for resenting you, she turned on him. And then she went and built an army against him the other family members and so-called friends. And, and now he's alone. He's like, I feel alone now. All of a sudden, I'm just alone. Because all of the people he thought were with him, they really were not with you. They're not with him. And so the light came on, 
and the darkness hated the light. Your family, your friends, your so-called whatever co-worker, they're going to hate the light in you and they're going to turn on you. And it's not them turning on you, but they're turning on God. They're turning on the light that's in you. And you should be happy to see that because you were already alone just didn't know it. It was fake friend. It was fake family member. It, that's why they have to remind each other how much they love each other all the time. <laughs> uh, on every phone call before they hang up, I love you. Because they know they're lying. They have no love. They want you to feel something. And that feeling is wrong. But it's the same spirit everywhere. And the world going to get evil. It's going to get worse. You ever seen anything yet? But you can be free in the world. But you got to overcome the fate you. You got to overcome anger. You got to overcome the imagination. You got to overcome the devil. And all this mess will be going on, and you will be free. And amongst this whole mess. And you'll be able to hang out with crazies. You'll be able to go, but you won't identify with them. You won't judge him. You won't accept it, but you won't judge him inwardly or outwardly. You associate with so-called friends and things, but not for an identity anymore because you will be one with God. You would be divided within yourself. And you'll be able to live in the world. Christ came that we may live. He was sent that we may live right here on earth. And then the ego would die, and that's the one death you have to go through. No more dying. No more dying. Isn't that amazing? And you will no longer be afraid of dying because dying would not exist. Do you know dying is just an illusion? And divided people are divided in all their ways. They live illusions. And that's what we have to die from, all these ideas and illusions that we think about ourselves. We're neither wonderful or bad. We're neither saint or sinners. We're neither... Uh, we have never done wrong, and we've never done right. It's always been that thing that possessed us to make us do what we do, or have done. And once you see that about yourself, you would never judge again. You'd be able to speak up, but you would, and the words would be given to you, because you could be out there speaking up and saying dumb stuff. You're still trying to prove that you're better, and that you're right, and they're wrong. Whomever it might be, your parents or your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, or whatever it might be. You're just trying to prove you're right, and they're trying to prove they're right. So you got two devils fighting. Stop fighting with the devil. Stop taking sides. Really, don't take sides. That way you will be free. And God said, just think about taking sides. If God said, if somebody offend you, you go and you forgive them, right? He didn't say go and tell the world. He didn't say tell mom or tell dad that they're gonna take your side. Let's say brothers and sisters are fighting. Your parent has no to take a side. It's between the two of you. You should forgive one another. And try to bring the parent, I have nothing to do with it. It didn't happen to me, they didn't do that to me. I'm not judging either way. Y'all forgive one another, work this out. And it'll be over with. It's so easy to live the non-judgmental Christian life once you overcome judging yourself and believing the lie that come from the devil. You gotta die from all these fake ideas about yourself. And then you won't, you'll see the fake ideas in others and you won't judge it, you will understand. We are not these things we think we are. 
we're not a doctor, we're not a lawyer, we're not wonderful, we're not bad, we're not black, we're not white, we're not all this mess. It's just identities who have taken on. And that's why it's so hard for the ego to let your ego die, because it feels like you're dying. I have so many people tell me, oh no, I can't do this. If I die, who will I be? If I let, and some people get afraid and run away from it because they so identify with the false self. And there's nothing to live up to. And all the way you think there's something to live up to because you've been told that, number one, and then you look at other people and compare yourself to them. And they look rich and they look happy, so I must, I must be unhappy or not rich enough. And those people that got money, they were miserable, they had the same problem. So if you want to overcome that, stop comparing yourself to anyone and you just live your life without any ups or downs or trying to be like someone. Don't try to be rich because in order to try to be rich, you got to think that you're poor. If you never thought of yourself as being poor, you would never try to get rich. Isn't that amazing? It's not, the devil lying to you. We got to die from the devil. We are none of those things. The real us, the real person is free. You're really free, but you're caught up with ideas. You're looking for somebody to love you and somebody to love. Ain't nobody got no love for you. They don't have it. And you love nobody. Amazing. We think about all that. <laughs> I'm sorry? I mean, I agree, I hear you. Speak up so hate can hear you. I definitely agree, I definitely hear you. I guess I'm just along the journey, so it's still, I still feel those things, I guess. Right, and it's not you that, you're not feeling anything. Yeah. It's I mean, just, I, you think you're your mind, your emotions, mm -hmm. and you think you're your body. You do feel the pain in the body, but it's not your pain and it's not your body. You are not a body. So the real you up here feel nothing. This is the lower level of thinking. And that's what you're feeling. You're yeah. feeling the devil in your body and you're calling it you feeling it. Yeah. But you got to let yourself feel it mm -hmm. so it can die. It doesn't want to die. That's why it gives you pain. It wants you to think that, but you got to take the pain. Is there a time frame? No. <laughs> uh, people ask that all the time, too. He says, a time. when will this all end? Yeah. I'm tired of suffering. Don't put a time on it. Yeah. The only reason there is a time on it is because you're so identified with the, with the spirit of the devil, thinking that it's you, that you've learned all these years of your life. It's taken a long time. But if you can see right now that it's not you, you can walk out of this room free and never have another pain again. But you don't, you're not convinced yet. You can't see that it's not you. So that's why it's taking so long. But you're already free right now. What do you think about that? Well, I believe I see it. Oh, you like do? No, go ahead. I, it makes sense. I hear you. But at the same time, probably doubting it or something like you're saying, like, because if I, it makes sense, yeah. everything you're saying, it makes sense. Yet I'm not free. 
But you are so, free. And no, the, exactly, yeah. Let me tell you this. The only reason it's making sense to you, yeah. but the devil doesn't want you to hear this true. So he's the one that's making it difficult right now because he knows you want to welcome that truth in. And he knows that if the truth should come in, he have to go, right? Because he can't live in your, in your house with God. He got yeah, to he's depart. He's on the couch. He's enjoying it. Right. So, yeah. so he's having a hard time with it. It's not you that's having a hard time hearing the truth, it's the devil. And so he's trying to destroy it before you totally accept it because he knows he has to go mm -hmm. and he doesn't want to. So that's not you at all. It's even the devil saying to you, how long is this going to last? Can I, how long? That's the devil talking to you so you can give up and, and stay with him. He wants you to say, well, I ain't never going to get over this. He's lying to you. He doesn't want to depart. And as he's dying, I promise you, as he's dying, he's going to go and gather some more demons, and the demons would, name, uh, would be called uh, post-traumatic distress, or it will be called anger, <laughs> or it will be called loneliness, or it will be called make a phone call. It will be called go to that party. Those are his other little demons he brought back to help fight you, to keep you from going with the light. So it's gonna, unless you realize it's not you, it's gonna get rough. Like I forgave my parents years ago, then the whole Covidious thing came, and that anger came very strong. When they tried to bite her? Yep, I fought that. That's the only time I did protest. I was fighting that hard. You were so, fighting the China virus? Yeah, like everyone, I was purposely just being a... How were you fighting it? No mask. No mask. I was door dashing, <laughs> showing really? up, getting orders, making them give them to me, and they gave them. But it was the ego. I was like, you're yeah. going to give me that order. Rather than being them. still and going through that, too. <laughs> See, if you didn't fight it, it would have passed. You know how the Jews put the blood on the door? Mm -hmm. And when the devil came... He couldn't enter in. If you had not fought against it, the devil would have not came and he was seen the hands of God, he would have passed by. There was nothing you should have done and there was nothing to do. But those people who have fear, normally, you know, let them act out. Let them be afraid because Satan is their daddy. But it has nothing to do with you. Through all things, you must be still and go through it. And I... I even like left. I, I went and moved up north, northern California. I thought I'd get away from the world. Tried to do that thing. Nope. Anger chased me up there. The it only took about right six months. Yep. Then I moved back home because I realized it was like, you know, I'm the problem. Here. Yes. The hell is in the body. It's in us. It is outside of us, inside of others. You get the hell out of you, everybody get the hell out of your life. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> The right kind of hell, not cussing hell. They will depart from you because they cannot stand the light. They will depart. Isn't that amazing? Wait, one more. And then I'll come to you. That makes sense? You ran away and then end up coming back because the hell that was in you ran with you. Yep. It's, it's, it's inside of us. It's not out there. It's out there, but it's inside of others. And I remember it was, it was just like pressure was building. I'm, you know, it, it took six months. And then one day I was just laying in bed and 
It's basically silent prayering, even though I wasn't, but I was like, <laughs> I was like, man, I was like, God, you know, this ain't working. I don't know what, I sold all my stuff, and and he's like, he's like you're the problem, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, the problem man. with you. It it's tough. not out there, it's in you. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you see that. Are you doing the silent prayer? Yeah. Okay, stay with it, stay, no matter what. No matter who turn against you, if the whole world turn against you, if your wife want to leave, just say, oh, okay, bye. You want the kids too? You can have them. <laughs> and if she know that you that she can have the kids and you don't care, she gonna let you have the kids. And then she'll find something else that you are attached to to try to hurt you with it. <laughs> she'll go break the glass, the window out of your car. Oh, don't do that. Uh, she'll find something that you love. And that's what human nature does because it's evil. It hurts whatever it is that you love, whether it's your reputation, whether it's all this stuff you think. Whatever you love, that's what the devil uses others to go after you with. But if you didn't love anything, okay, you can have it. And you'll be fine. Isn't that amazing? That's amazing. That's really... God made it so we can live right here on earth. We don't have to run. The earth belongs to us. The sons and daughters of God. Okay. Any, do you understand now that that's not you judging yourself? I understand. You would never judge yourself. Yeah. Really. That's the devil. And Frankie, what's the thing that the Catholic used to do to the people? What do you call that word? When the woman's head was twisted? Exorcism. Ex yeah, yeah, exorcism. You need an exorcism. Oh, well, that'd be nice. And the light of God would do that. Yeah. Every human being needs an exorcism. The same devil that caused that in that move of her head twisted, that's the same devil that's working in you. But the same spirit that causes Christ to cause Christ to rise from the dead, that spirit is in you when you forgive. And it will defeat the devil. I mean, I definitely see it. Yeah. Well, just, that's all you need to do. Yeah. Nothing else is required but to see it. And seeing it is the light of God because you can't see it on your own. Most people don't see what you see. They can't see it. They don't want to see it. They love their hell. But the fact that you can see it is God showing you, and he'll take care of it. Let go. Really. Suffer through it. But don't enjoy the suffering. Suffer through it. Yeah. All right? Mm -hmm. Did I see your hand? I, was, I only had one question in okay. like the particular context of him like being like, his ego didn't want him to wear the mask in that super confrontational situation where he's like door dashing every day, is he just supposed to put the mask on and let it go and stop caring and pray? Uh, I didn't want to wear it either, and I only wore it when I had to. I remember once I went to the bank, and I didn't have a mask, and they're like, you can't come in here. I'm like, but I don't have a mask. And they said, well, you can't come to the bank. And I didn't feel like coming back to the office and getting a mask, so I took my shirt off. <laughs> A little mini, mini protest. <laughs> they like, you can't come in here with no shirt on. I'm like, what the, I don't have a mask. <laughs> and so finally gave me a mask. But I can promise you I never got angry about it. I never tried to prove anything. I, I, I wore it when I had to wear it if I had to go to an establishment to do business. I just go and put it on, get my business, and take it off as soon as I came out. When I came back down, got back to door dashing, I put the mask on. Yeah. Because I realized 
It didn't work before. I because keep doing what I was doing. Yeah, you as he was saying, you're on an ego trip. Oh yeah. And the devil got you. He got me good. Yeah. So. Well, at least you learn. So when the devil remind you of that, let that pass. It doesn't exist anymore. You you, you learn the lesson from it. So now let it pass. And all you have is right now. Eternal, eternal life is here and now. It's not in the past. It's not in the future. It's right now. Eternity is right here. All right, so let it go. Amazing. Yes, sir. No, no, I just wanted um, to, to see if you could reiter reiterate on a point that, that you went over through this week. You said you have everything to overcome now. Like maybe you just go more in depth, not just for me, but like for people here. Uh, you said that you have everything to overcome right now. Yeah, you can overcome the uh, exorcism of the devil right now, the spirit of the devil. If you can see that it's jealousy and envy and strife and revenge and, and sadness and happiness and rich and poor and all that, if you can see it's not you, it'll disappear right now and you'll be free. But because you've identified with it, and when the anger comes, you think it's you, you don't recognize yet that it's the devil and not you. If you can see that it's not you, you can be free right now. You have an amazing life right now. And when you do leave this earth, if you leave your body, it will just be more of the same. But you don't have to die. You can have perfect peace right now. You can live. And that's what Christ came for, so that we might live. But because people have all these identities and they're unwilling to share them, uh, they're holding on to it. They're holding on to death and calling it life. That's why when you forgive, when you see that you need to forgive, you have this anger, not just intellectually, but you see it and you go and forgive, you feel freedom just like that. And now, but you didn't know the ego needed to die. Now it's time to die. Because you have the light. Right now that you said the, the one about the gentleman. That oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Uh, right now that you said the thing about the, the gentleman that called on Thursday, uh, the same thing happened with my mom. Yeah. I told her I was like, "Hey, mom, you know, I just uh, I want I want you to know that whatever happened, uh, whatever." Uh, I told her in Spanish, but it was like basically, uh, "I don't resent you anymore," and you know, I'm sorry. And she just went off on this tangent, and like you said, she did the same thing. She. But everybody in the family like, oh, yeah, he's on drugs. He's not listening. He's, he's acting crazy. But I'm like, I, I just said sorry. Like, I didn't, I didn't do anything out of the ordinary. He's like, yeah, he's probably on drugs. He's probably in a cult. I'm like, okay. Yeah, and that's it, what they do. The devil have to find other devils to yeah. associate with because the average person cannot stand alone. Right. That's why when you wake up, you realize, I'm alone. I thought these people like me. Yeah. I thought I was, we were blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they didn't, didn't talk to me blood. for a few months. We're family. <laughs> you hear the Mexicans say that a lot. Yeah. Oh, blood, blood, and family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, they, but they eat each other like piranhas. Right. Yeah. And they hate each other. Well, something that my mentor told me too was that he's like, if once, once he's like, because uh, he's also very, very, uh, not, not very religious, but he's religious in the sense where he has no anger, and I've noticed that with him. Like he's he's super calm about everything. He doesn't react. He uh, he says you got to be stoic. He's like something happens. What does stoic mean? Meaning that you don't celebrate the highs, you don't bask in the lows. He's like you just got to be. 
he's always saying that. He's, and and I, I didn't quite get it. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't like that word. It doesn't sound, it sounds like you can put another front up, right? Uh, but you want to really just live. You don't want to pretend at all. Yeah. That's so I don't know what stoic means. What does stoic, stoic mean? Stoic philosophy. Meaning that, that uh, like if something good happens in your life, you're not like, oh my God. Thank no, just, you know, bring it down. Uh, it, it, it happened. It's good. It happened. Just enjoy it while it lasts and then keep going. And then, like, if you get sad, oh, don't. don't yeah, just uh, if, if you get sad, don't be like, oh, my God, poor me. He's like, oh, you know, I'm sad right now, but it's going to pass. It's going to pass. And then just let that emotion go. But I want you to know the real you never get sad. Yeah. And the real you never get happy. Right. So the real you is not up and down because if you do get happy, you're going to get sad. Yes. But if there's you're one, you're whole, there is no happiness or sadness. Yeah. Okay, okay. Gotcha. That's when you may be nervous with stork. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Even though I'm black and slow. Sorry. Um, I, uh, I've heard that's like the, the point of stoicism is that um, you don't get happy and you don't get sad. You just exist in the plane of existence that you're on. Um, like it's been around I th since forever. Let I me do this, but since I don't, I'm black and slow. Let the word stoic go. <laughs> really, because all that could be a hangover. Huh? You just want to be. You don't want to identify with words. You don't want to take on anything. You just want to be a living being, and that's who you are. You're a living being, created in the image of God. So, yeah, erase stork and put B. You just want to let life happen. Let it go. Yeah, and it will happen on its own, and it will be amazing. It really is amazing. But you got to let all words and everything go because we're manipulated by words, too. Satan used the word, it sound good, and now you're trying to be that word. Oh, I'm going to go out and be stork. <laughs> you know, and then you make yourself act out, but you won't be living. You can live without words. Amazing. So because of time, let me, anything else? I saw your hand, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this one's short. Um, I get, for Father's Day, I gave my dad the best present I could probably have given him. Uh, you know, you asked me before if I had forgiven my parents. I guess I had in my heart, and I had said it out loud, but I never approached it the way with the wording and the framework that you had, that you preach to yeah. us. And so I wanted to do it the right way. So a few days ago, um, we weren't going to work. It was Thursday. It was that day we called in, I believe. Um, and I just got on this notion that I needed to get a hold of my dad and forgive him the right way and my mom as well but I can't really talk to my mom because she's she's decided that I'm completely evil and I have all these problems and has turned the whole family against me but my dad still speaks to me if I need something right you know I don't ask him for anything I don't ask yeah. him for money or anything but if I need some advice or something dad will still talk to me and I still have to get my stuff from their house um, and get it to my storage which 
it's kind of a big project. So I've been working on that, and I got a storage space, and I got all my stuff into right it, and now I got to go to their house and get all my other stuff. Anyway, uh, I forgave them both that day. I was able, but I'm not able to see them in person. Right. So I did FaceTime. I heard I oh, never nice. thought of that before, but you mentioned that to somebody yeah. on a, a show, and. I decided that's what I'm going to do. If they don't want to talk to me, I, I won't make them uncomfortable by meeting me in person and forcing that. Yeah. But yeah, when don't you talked to me it. on the FaceTime, and they did. And so when I talked to my dad, uh, I didn't cry, but tears just started pouring out of my eyes. I shed right tears because I knew that I was wrong and how I treated him. And I'd seen what my mom, my mom had sort of turned everyone in my family against my dad, including myself. And I know that hurt him the most when his son turned against him because the way my dad grew up, he, he's a he's a apa, but yeah, um, <laughs> but he had moral, you know, moral yeah. values, and he grew up on a farm. And his dad, when he was the first son, you know, of his family, and I'm the first son, and my dad's uh, dad taught him that he needed to take care of the rest of the family. As my his my grandfather was old, he stopped having babies around like eighty nine or something like that. He stopped making yeah. babies or stopped. He stopped making babies. He stopped making babies. No, he stopped making babies. At eighty nine. Yeah, he died somewhere in his nineties. Whoa. And and he had about seventeen children. His and name was April. Prior to that, he had eight children <laughs> with another lady, and she passed away. Whoa. Yeah. So this man was prolific. Evidently. <laughs> <laughs> In his baby making, but anyways, so um, what I'm saying is, I just knew how I had treated my dad, and I felt so guilty about it because I saw him, like you say, with the resentment that my mom had towards him. Yeah. And I used to see them fight, um, argue, you know, not physical, but my dad would be really upset, and it, it just being that he's the man and him being upset, right? He shouldn't have had anger when he's dealing with my mom, but I realized that the reason he was angry is he was protecting his kids from the way that my mom was acting. He didn't like that, and he didn't know how to stop her from doing that. Yeah. And so yeah. He, he would get upset vis visibly, you know, and raise his voice, but he actually meant to protect his kids, and he wanted my mom to stop doing that, and he saw in me, I think he started to resent me as well. He saw in me my mom and he just knew he couldn't deal with the hell that was in her. And she wouldn't obey him. And she would teach us the wrong way. And yeah. because that, I went against my dad and my mom, all these years later is like, oh, I don't know what turned you away from us as parents. Just this is simple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, uh, anyways, uh, long story cool, short, I, when I talked to my mom, what she did say at the end, she was quiet. She tried to call me an alcoholic one time, and I was like, I don't have a problem with that anymore. Nice. You know? And she was like, oh, okay, stopped. And then I said my last piece, and she was like, that all sounds right. Right on. Amazing. Amazing. Stay with it, do the silent prayer, and just let life happen now. Let the devil be taken away from you oh, completely. It was instantly gone, by the way. No, nice. and you're gonna have a clear mind. That's the beauty of it. Because once the devil takes away from your mind, you're gonna have a clear mind. It's gonna be clear. It really will. Uh, quick question: 
what the biblical question what do you want to gain in life I wanted to gain uh, love but that's not going to happen so you wanted was, to gain love from then I, I wanted to gain love I wanted to gain a um, helpmate or at least meet her that's what I wanted to gain out of life what do you want to gain now um, acceptance just acceptance you want people to accept you um, yeah, I, I, no, I just want people to accept each other. Like, you, so you want people to accept one another? Yeah. And why? Just so they can live happier. Live, so if people accept better. one another, they would be happy? You would be happy? Yes, I'd be happy. If, 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 if other people accept one another? Yeah, yeah. Are you, so are you unhappy that they're not doing that? No, no, I'm, I'm neither or. Oh, okay. Yeah. And why do you want it? I just think that's what this, that's what we need. I think that's what we need. But you want something for them that they don't want. Um, yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah. Amazing, huh? The young man behind you. What do you want to gain out of life? I don't know what that means. What do you mean by that? Is your daddy still beta? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> remember when your dad was up speaking? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> we got to put him back up in the front and see if he's still baiting this. Time okay. Great, huh? What, let me talk to your mother. What do you want to gain out of life? Or uh, gain, what, do you want, what are you trying to gain in life? I don't I don't, nothing, I've never thought about that. So I don't, I don't, I, right now I can say nothing because I've never really thought about it, but I will this week. Okay. See if maybe I want to gain something from life, but realistically I don't think anything really. Oh, okay. Yeah. What are you trying to gain in life? Um, I don't know. I don't really know what that what I could gain that I don't already have. Okay. What do you have? Um, I'm starting to get more clarity in the way that I am, in the way that I react to things, my mannerisms, a little bit of it, just everything about how I am and where I've gotten it through my family. If I react a certain way, I see that it was wrong by their response. And that clarity I think is more meaningful. I mean, I could say riches and traveling and seeing the world and whatever, but I think that clarity that I'm gaining day by day is more powerful than anything else. Amazing. I met your mother-in-law. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> She's great. Did you see her afterward? I didn't see her or, or You haven't seen her since then? No. Oh, okay. No. But I'm looking forward to, to seeing how, how it went from her perspective. Oh, uh, did you hear the news about her? Uh, I heard a lot of things. But <laughs> we don't tell what happened in the meeting, but did your wife mention, you know she came to the meeting, right? Yeah, yeah. Did your wife mention that? Yeah. And did she mention any of the results? Uh, some of the results, yeah. I don't know if, I don't know if I can say it, but no. she did tell me a little bit. Yeah, well, I'm waiting till you see her, and then I get some feedback from you. Okay, and then I'll tell you I'm missing one. Right. Amazing. Yep. Frankie, 
what are you trying to gain in life? Right now, uh, nothing. But I used to try to gain everything. I would write things down. I'm going to have this. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Over there. And, and I, when I had that, um, I couldn't get it. It was hell. And then when I got it, I didn't want it. I wanted to take it back. So I don't want it. I got too much junk already. And so the only thing that I, I'm kind of grateful for is uh, I have a little bit of peace. And with that peace, I don't need any of that garbage. You can have my stuff if you're interested. Uh, but yeah. no, I don't want stuff. <laughs> I got a lot of junk. No power you're junk on me. He's like a Mexican. They always gather stuff. I'm out of Mexican. Out of the alley. You know you put your furniture in the alley and the Mexicans come and get it right away? You notice that? I'm like, what the? Y'all ain't in Mexico. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> what are you trying to gain in life? We're about to end. And, and do you have any questions? I know you're going back home today. <laughs> Uh, thinking of the question, um, <laughs> kind of related back to a question a couple weeks ago about what is your reason for living. I kind of tie they, they kind of tie together, and what's your reason for living, and what do you want to gain out of life? And uh, similar, nothing. If I already have it, I have breath. If I stay in the present, there should be nothing I want. <laughs> okay. So, young lady, pretty. What are you trying to gain? Uh, this morning I thought peace and then I my next thought was like I don't think there is anything to I don't think I have anything I'm trying to gain I'm, I, I relate to what Frankie said there was a time and place where I was trying to gain everything and I had a, a lot of lists I think we all tried that yeah. at one point because we were taught to do that Yeah. to gain something you don't gain nothing if you don't gain something you're nothing so we've been trying to be something. Yeah, but I mean, I, I feel pretty, I don't even feel, I can see pretty clearly there's actually really nothing to gain, which I don't know if peace, I just, I'm just at peace with a lot of things. I don't feel like I need to gain anything. Okay. How about you, Rayma? What are you trying to gain in life? Grace. Grace? Yes. True, uh, true grace from our Heavenly Father. Oh. Oh, I thought you meant a woman. No. <laughs> I thought you meant a woman named Grace. Because I, I, I was going to say that was Joel's girlfriend, I think. <laughs> okay. Uh, and you're right. And I understand now that you, you all see, don't try to gain anything. Just be, and all your needs will be provided, and you'll be fine. Just be, just live. Don't try to gain anything because it's not going to help you. It'll just pile up and turn to dust. Really. And it's not going to mean, it, it doesn't mean you won't have anything, and it doesn't mean you won't be able to enjoy what you have, but you won't get a life from it. It'll, it'll be here today and gone tomorrow. You enjoy it while you had it, but without even trying, it's gone. All right? Amazing. What?
<laughs> Make it short. What a mess. I grew, up, I grew up Catholic, and one of the things in being a Catholic that they teach you is, uh, uh, is self-sacrifice, live without you know, getting that toy, live without getting that, and then that's kind of a sacrifice. Because uh, the world... The Pope didn't look like he was sacrificing anything. <laughs> he lived high on the hall, no. beautiful gown. And most, and most people, they have Behind packages. walls. Yeah. yeah. Fly a private jet. They, you, and when you ride a, the street, you ride on a horse carriage with yeah. everybody. Glass. Why are you trying to make y'all sacrifice? Well, it's self-sacrifice. It's one of the Christian principles, of, you know, of Christ. You know, we're not, we're, it's reason for fasting, you know, self-sacrifice. And, and you want that to be infilled from within. You want Christ to fill you from within, not for you to be satisfied from the outside with toys and food and things, uh, self-sacrifice. Did you know that Christ, when he said, make a sacrifice, sell your stuff and come with me. He didn't mean give up your stuff and be poor and big. He meant don't identify with it. Don't get a, a feel from it. Don't feel like you're rich or poor, you're better or you're less or anything. He wanted, he was telling you to give up the identity with the stuff. And, and the guy was unwilling to give up the ego, to give up the identity with it. That's what he meant. He didn't mean sell all your stuff and let the Pope live up in Rome and buy an airplane for him. <laughs> really. He made this stuff for us. He just doesn't want us to get an identity from one another, from anything. Only from him. That's what he wants you to give up, that identity with people, place, people places, and things. And when you wake up, and you see that your folks and everybody turn against you, be glad to see you see that because it was already that way. You just didn't know it was that way. They ain't never loved you. You never had friends. So all the people that turn against you when you're waking up, now you're seeing reality. And then you feel lonely because you've got an identity for, for trying not to be lonely, so you're always trying to gather people. You're trying to gather something so you don't be lonely. Wake up to that. There's no such thing as loneliness. It's an illusion too. It's not real, so you got to die from the illusions. Isn't that amazing? amazing? Stop holding on to your illusions. If somebody don't like you, wish them well. Okay, bye. My mama don't like you. And she likes everyone. <laughs> What a mess. So, in closing, let all the illusions die. Be willing to stand alone. Be willing, because you're alone anyway, you just don't know it. You're already alone. All right, did that help a little bit? Yes. Okay, nice. Let it die. Spend time alone. Don't turn the TV on as soon as you walk in the house or the radio. Take a moment. When you wake up in the morning, look around you. See yourself getting up. Don't go right to your cell phone. Nothing on there but lies anyway. Just more lies. Take your time and, and get up in the morning rather than rushing so that you can be in the stillness. And, and during the day, keep your mind where your body is. And let the world, because it's going to get worse. 
And if you identify with the world, you're going to suffer with anybody, people, place, or thing. Brand new biblical question. Are you ashamed of anger? Are you ashamed of the anger slash hatred in you? Because anyone that has anger is hateful. Are you ashamed of it? Anybody ashamed of their anger and hatred? Now I am. Really? Who said now I am? Amazing. Let me go to Raymond first. Real fast because we're totally out of time. You are ashamed of your anger and hatred? Yes, I am. And, interesting. Ooh, I wanted to get into it, but I got to wait. <laughs> you had your hand? Did you? Are you ashamed of your anger and hatred? I think so. Um, I know I can be easily angered. Um, say if I'm driving and someone cuts me off or whatever. You know that any man that has anger is a woman, right? Sorry? You know that any male that has anger is a woman. I was not aware. Yeah, you, you a girl. That's the spirit of your mama. Okay. Let it go. All right? Right here. You ashamed of your anger and hatred? You had your hand, right? Absolutely. You ashamed of it? Yes. Okay. And last but not least, uh, did you raise your hand? I didn't, but I answered. Okay. <laughs> Are you ashamed of your anger and hatred? Not at all. I'm not. You're not ashamed? No. Okay. Hey, are you ashamed of yours? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. I can't get into why. Think about it this week, and we'll discuss it if the Lord is willing. And the creek don't rise next week. All right? I hope this was helpful and that you would do the silent prayer and watch. Just watch your life. And if you find yourself overreacting to anything within, relax and let it pass. Don't attack. Don't go after. Don't judge yourself. Just watch it and let it pass. And be glad to see it because the light is allowing you to see the devil, the darkness, and it'll pass. Don't judge yourself. Have no opinion uh, about anything. Start being, just be. All your ideas must die. Let them die. All right? Thank you all so much for tuning in. We'll deal with the uh, uh, super chats and all that on tomorrow if the Lord is willing and the creek don't rise. I hope it was helpful. Do the silent prayer and watch. But you must go and forgive so the light can come on. You can be aware of God within. And he'll do the rest and stop fighting. Relax. All right. Do the side of the prayer and watch. Thank you for your support. I'll talk to you tomorrow on the radio. Thank you all. That was amazing.